Hello, good people, and welcome to the Probcast. On this week's episode, we're going to be talking about goal setting, um, kind of some of your different options after high school, and a few reflections on some of the conversations that we've had over the past couple weeks. Let's jump right in. So I'm kind of curious, right? Like what, what inspired you to pick biology as your major? Was it something that was kind of like career oriented? All the wrong reasons. So like I was undeclared and I was like, okay, maybe I want to be a lawyer. I like to argue. And I fell asleep in law class and got a hundred on every single exam from like, and we're talking like law 300. It just didn't, it was not, and this is not to discredit lawyers. They have a hard job. There's a lot of things for them to know and a lot of technicalities with local stuff. But anyway, for me personally, I found it boring. I didn't find it stimulating. It doesn't change very quickly. So it's like, I feel like too many people memorize stuff and get set in their ways of things that don't make sense. And I was like, I can change that. And then quickly realized that I couldn't. And then biology was just so freaking cool. I was like, this is awesome. I want to know more about it. I'm not the best at it. And I struggled with it, but I did. I got, I started it for that reason. I found it interesting and it challenged me. And the more I delve into it, the more I had loved it the better I also got at it and understanding it, but you have to understand with it, like something like biology, it's constantly changing. Okay. Like the high school biology, whatever you took a couple of years ago is not as relevant as it is. Biology is changing quickly every day, every week, every year, and you need to stay on top of it in order to stay informed. And I liked that because it forces you to rethink how your thought process is on something. It forces you to go, wait, there's new evidence to suggest this now. Well, why? Let me read onto this new way of thinking. It forces you to keep yourself up to date. It's not something, and I'm not saying that math's not hard. I mean, I, math is pretty easy. Let's be real. But like, it's just not taught well. Um, but like, it's not like two plus two equals four. Well, that will never change. Two and two will always be four, right? Well, two plus two will always be equal four. Mm-hmm. And people seem to like that dichotomy of like, you mem- you, mes- you memorize history. I think history even changes because history books were written wrong to hide a whole bunch of terrible shit that we've done. But again, anyway. Um, at least with biology, you have to stay on top of it because what you learned five years ago is not what is going on today. And it shows like if you're going into the job market, it shows that you're old and antiquated if you're not on top of it. If you're like, wait, this is a thing now? Uh, yeah, it's been a thing for the last year. Where have you been? Like CRISPR-Cas9 at gene editing. Like some people are like, what's that? And it's like, if you don't know, well, I'm sorry, it's relatively new, but it's like one of the largest things in biology right mm-hmm. now. The only way you're going to know about it is if you read about it, revisit it, de- dive deeper into it, 
uncover more information than what you just did in high school, college, or whatever. Mm -hmm. So kind of just taking it from like different approaches or just like you, you were kind of, I'm guessing, then drawn to like the innovative aspect of it where it's, you yes. know, they're, they're always learning. And so maybe, you know, when you're looking for, for something, you're like, hey, I like to constantly be engaged or challenged. So what you'd want to do is look at what's coming out, maybe what some of the research is going on in some of these different fields to figure out what kind of makes the most sense for you in that respect. Right. Yeah. And then I knew that, you know, going into this, finding a job was going to be cutthroat as all hell, <laughs> uh, which is why I don't have a job in the field. I would love one. I would love nothing more than to be in a lab doing some stem cell research or some therapy, gene therapy stuff, or even being a, like, I've wanted to go back to college to be a genetic counselor, but it's so expensive. Mm -hmm. But like, I would love nothing more than to do that every day. But it is so competitive because like going back to our goal settings, right? Now you need to think about your competition for this. I hate to word it like that, but like when you graduate, right? It's not just you getting that one degree. You've got a room of hundreds, if not thousands of other people just at your one particular school. And you've got to deal with that all across the country. And then it's like little micro things of like what they might have done better versus you. So that's why you really need to have that goal set. So when you do graduate, you're better prepared to take on those people in the job market. I thought I had done that. Uh, clearly just not enough. Okay. So kind of, I guess, the other side of that goal setting would have then been to kind of figure out what are the different mini steps that you would need to take to actually kind of go achieve that. And so what would yes. you kind of say is like, let's say we're looking, you know, we can't go back in time and kind of undo some of the past or whatever. Right. But looking oh, man, forward, would I love to do that. I would love to invent a time machine just to undo so much. But let's say that we're looking forward now. Right. Like, would you consider that to be kind of one of your goals still? What do you mean? Like, is that something that you would still want to work towards? Like, you know, like, let's say like by 2021 or 2025, you would want to be working in a lab. I mean, hell yeah, I still try. Uh, it's just everybody's like, yeah, sorry, no, you either don't have the experience to do so, mm -hmm. or we're just going to move forward with other candidates for whatever reason, or like, the one that I hate the most is like, we're very impressed by your background and you're very qualified, but we're still not going to hire you. And it's like, but okay, if I was impressive, you liked me, why, why, why not? So it, it's more of that. And especially more recently, it's like your background is extraordinarily impressive and it's impressive that you still read and are up to date on things that have happened since you had graduated and it's clear that you have an understanding and a like of this field, but we're just not going to hire you. Mm -hmm. And it's like, why? So I guess kind of going back to that, right? If you wanted to like reverse engineer that, what would you say would be like your steps to actually get in that? Um, well, the it's sort of tough because what you need to do is get experience. It's mm -hmm. getting to know somebody. 
and I don't know how to really reverse engineer that. Okay, but like going forward, would you then like reach out to people at labs to kind of like maybe get like an internship <laughs> or something going on where you can kind I've of? I've get... also tried that. I have tried so much, mm -hmm. and like this is also like. I don't know, a good segue into even though you made your plan mm -hmm. and you set all your goals and you've done like everything in the book imaginable, it still might not work mm -hmm. and it might not work for a long time. Like, let's say I get a phone call like next year or next month, like, hey, um, we've noticed this X and Y on your LinkedIn or in your pat, like just your knowledge or whatever. We'd like to talk. Like mm -hmm. that could also happen. So like, just don't give up hope. Don't mm -hmm. get cynical, but be realistic about what you're up against. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, but for this goal, I'm going to kick it from like half field and hope this one goes in. Um, we're going to be playing a soccer match here because we tend to have somewhat differencing ideologies, which is fine. I feel like that contributes to a conversation. Um, but at the end, I promise we'll get it focused. All right. So when we talk about goal setting, you have to think about where you are. And the way I like to think about it is most of you have probably been in a car in your life or you have used a computer. So I'm going to go ahead and use those two. I don't expect you to have a great knowledge of it, just that you've used it and kind of understand these things. I mean, you can even use your phone. If you're listening to this on your phone, the computer argument will still apply. Okay, that being said, if you're not sure, if you want to go into college, trade school, or just unsure about what you want to do in general, make a goal list regardless on how to get there. So like, say you're, I don't know, in 10th grade and say you're like, you know what, I'm thinking about becoming a biology major. Okay, so just look into what that program needs. Like, okay, in high school, we want you to take trigonometry or pre-calculus, calculus, a uh, uh, general biology one and two or whatever they offer in high school now. Make sure you have those covered. That way, when you also get to college where it's more information and more fast-paced, you have an idea of what's going on. So it's going to benefit you there too. Um, but like, when it's asking like, well, I'm just going to go to college. Well, that's like walking onto a dealership for a car and asking, how much do you charge for a car? And it's like, well, what, what, what car do you want? You know, do you want something that's fuel efficient, cheap and easy to maintain? Do you want something that's fun? Are you thinking about having kids? Do you need a back seat? Like take the Miata for the example. I love the Miata. It is a fantastic car at what it does, but it's got one purpose. It's a sporty little, um, I don't know if we can put a picture of it in here, but it's a sporty little two-door roadster convertible. And if you're like, I just want to have fun, well, that's your car. But if you're like, I'm thinking about transporting a lot of my stuff to college to and back, that is not your car. The trunk of one of these things, and no joke, people, a backpack will fill the trunk of that car. Because its purpose is to be lightweight. It's meant to be engaging. It's meant to be fun. It's not, I mean, it's also fuel efficient too and reliable, but it's not meant to be this car that, you know, hey, your friend is impaired and they, or you have two friends or whoever is impaired, like, hey, can you pick us up kind of thing? Or 
you know, I'm going to go buy this giant TV. You're, you're not fitting that in the back of one of those. Right. So if you're like, well, you know what? I like to cycle. I like to do whatever. I want something that can carry those things. Okay, great. So now we know that you need probably a crossover or a subcompact. You see how we're narrowing this down? It's the same thing with a computer. So I used to work at Micro Center. And more often than not, I would get people that were like, I want the most powerful computer for $1,000. I've got $1,000 cash in my pocket. I cannot go a penny over. Well, it's like, okay, so what do you want this computer or in other cases, this phone to do, right? If you're someone like me for my phone, uh, um, I just needed to go on Facebook for memes and call and text people. I, I don't do anything intensive on my phone. So it wouldn't make sense for me to buy a $1,300 plus, you know, Samsung or, you know, iPhone, but I do on my computer. So it's like, take the computer example. Let's just go back to that and say, it's like, okay, so what do you want to do with this computer? If it's gaming and just gaming, well, you want to invest more into your graphics card, the thing that's giving you your video signal. The CPU matters too, technically, but not as much. But say you're like, you know what? I'm thinking about getting into music or editing music, editing photos, editing videos. I want to be a Twitch streamer. I want to be someone that creates YouTube videos for a living. Well, you're going to need to leverage that budget pretty evenly between both. Because if you have $2,000 PCs, one is built for gaming, one is for a mix of both. The one that is built for just gaming, you are going to be sitting there either not being able to scrub your footage, but you spent $1,000 for a powerful PC, right? And it's not going to be able to do it. Where you've, the other one will be able to scrub through your footage. Your frame rate not, may not be as high in some games, but it'll do both, right? So you'll have to make compromises in that budget. Um, and uh, I'm going to let Ikra take it away now. Yeah, so you can kind of think about this stuff as well when you're thinking about college or like your life after high school, right? So let's say you've you've just graduated high school or you're just entering the work world, right? There's so many different opportunities that you have available to you and kind of navigating that's going to be a bit difficult if you don't have a goal in mind, right? And so I think there's kind of a lot of misconceptions that exist around goal setting um, you know, there's a lot of different philosophies that people have. Some philosophy is no philosophy. You just kind of do stuff and hope for the best. And, you know, for some people that works out, right, where they just kind of go wherever, wherever the world takes them. Um, so it kind of depends on what, what you're thinking, right? So let's say you know what you want to do career-wise, right? Let's say you want to become a doctor or a lawyer, right? You're going to need to go to med school. You're going to need to go to law school, you know that's kind of what you need to do and kind of the in-between process is how do you get there, right? So what are the, the steps that you need to take? What are the exams that you need to prep for? What's kind of the different little milestones that you have between you and becoming a doctor, right? And so kind of if you can break that down, you can start to work towards these goals incrementally, which makes it easier to achieve your goals, right? And you know, you wanna make sure that you celebrate these little wins along the way because these little wins are what are going to help you get to where you want to get to. But let's say on the other hand, you know, you're like, hey, I kind of don't know what I want to do career wise. I'm, you know, open to different opportunities. What I really want to do, though, is I want to have a good life, right? I want to have my own house. I want to live in this neighborhood. 
you know, I want to have, be able to go travel in my free time, right? So then you're like, okay, cool. So now within that, there's like a lot of different goals that we said there, right? So maybe it's not career focused, but it's more lifestyle focused. So now you're like, hey, I want to buy a house, right? Or have a house when I'm older, right? So then there's things like a down payment that you would need to save for, um, you know, kind of figuring out the cost of maintaining a house, um, monthly payments, managing that. So a lot of budgeting would be involved with that goal. Um, let's say, for example, we said you wanted to go travel, right? So there's so many different ways to go about that, right? So like, let's say you wanted to go, do you want to go join the Peace Corps? Do you want to go like live a year abroad? Or like, no, no, that's not really what I wanted. What I wanted to do is actually just go like spend a week or two backpacking through through Europe or through Asia, right? So there's a lot of different ways that you can do. And, you know, kind of planning for a two-year stint on the Peace Corps is very different than planning for a two-year backpacking trip, right? So, or a two-week backpacking trip. So, I mean, I think kind of the more you can kind of define what you're heading towards, the easier it is to work down the different steps to get there. Does that kind of make sense, Lewis? Yes. Although a two-month backpacking trip, just saying, sounds absolutely incredible. And you can plan that out too with our, our sponsor, just kidding. We don't have a sponsor, but <laughs> if you say, okay, Linus, <laughs> if you save and you budget, you know, you can, uh, you can start to, to figure out how to make that happen. Right. So what you'd want to research, right. I mean, speaking of making it happen, you can use weebly.com like we use for the propcast and make it happen. Weebly.com slash the propcast. Yep. Shameless plug aside. <laughs> So, so kind of going back to, to there, right? Let's say you maybe wanted to blog about your trip. You could use Weebly to blog about it. Um, but in the, 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 I, the, the, in the way of like planning the trip, right? There's a few things that you need to figure out. So one is how are you going to get there, right? Where is the there that you're going to? Where are you going to sleep at night? Are you just going to go pitch a tent out somewhere? Are you going to need to like get some you know, hostels or hotels or book an Airbnb, right? And then kind of as you research these different options, you can start to piece together the amount of money that you're going to need for that two, two month backpacking trip, right? So Lots. let's, well, I mean, <laughs> Lots of currency. not, not really, right? If you think about it, right? Because you're looking at, let's say, okay, your flight there might be like your biggest expense, right? And then depending on where you're staying, your costs could range from you know, I'm just going to ballpark it because I'm not actually sure, maybe like five to $10 a night to maybe like over a hundred. Right. So we could actually do this for fun live and see how that works. Like if we plan out to the trip, this, plan out, a, plan out a fake trip. Oh my God. I love, I love planning out trips. <laughs> like This is, I hate planning out trips because that means leaving my house. Uh, no, I'm all about the, not, the, the travel. And they're going out on like a whim and being like, okay, all right, how much do I need a budget for food? And then did I mention polarizing viewpoints? Yeah. How much do I need a budget for food? How much do I need to book a hotel at? What's the cheapest way to go about it? Um, getting there back. What do I need to pack? Um, am I going to have some emergency Camera funds gear. set aside? So that way, you know, in case anything goes wrong, I can kind of like have a little bit of a buffer to, to deal with any issues that arise. So there's um, a lot of different ways to, to go about it. 
take human malware because I don't want us to get demonetized, but y'all know what I'm talking about, the pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. When you talk about realistic goal setting, say we enact everyone has to wear a mask 24-7 outside, doesn't matter if you're near people, doesn't matter if you're not, just wear one. Wear it. Just wear it. Mm-hmm. That should be our campaign slogan. Um, and then no indoor dining. Businesses shut down for three weeks. We give them the payroll and the money to survive this time period. And we want the the pandemic to disappear within a month or two. Like, that's aggressive. But possibly doable if everything goes to plan. And knowing the general public, it might not. But, like... It might seem realistic, like you might have done all of your sanity checks, like, or even two months, like, you're like, yeah, that should be accomplishable in two months. And then when it doesn't, what you would want to do is look back and go, okay, so obviously something didn't work. Why and where? What do I need to fix to maybe it, I'm doing everything right? maybe i just need more time like where i live they're like yeah there is no indoor dining till mid 2021 and we're having all of our covid procedures uh i said the c word not that one but y- you know what I mean. anyway till mid 2021 mm-hmm. so like i think that's going to put that also into perspective for people like even if we take the most precautions even if we're doing everything we can it's still going to take a really long time so you're going to have to have patience Okay. And I think kind of within like this whole idea of like goal setting, you know, one thing that people kind of hear often is, oh, we need to have smart goal setting. And it's like, what does that even mean? Right. So kind of breaking that down, it's, you know, your goals that you set, they need to be something specific, right? You can't be like, I just want to be the very, very best, right? Like it needs to be, okay, I want to be um like no one never was exactly pokemon gotta catch them all but if you wanted to do that you're like maybe i want to be the best bug catcher in boston right like that's like your goal very specific right it's measurable right like how would you measure that like how many bugs you're catching what's your metric i don't know is there like a bug catching award i really don't know why i'm still rolling with this bug catching analogy but here we are. It needs to be something that's achievable, right? Okay. Is there actually someone who's measuring who's the best bug catcher in Boston? Probably not. So maybe it isn't that achievable. Is it relevant? Um, You know, is it realistic? Maybe in the summer when there's like mosquitoes everywhere, but like... Yeah, you're like kind of like, okay... Or now murder hornets. Like, Like if you're going to be like the best murder hornet catcher, then maybe... Exactly. So it's just like, how do you... So now it's not just bugs, you've specialized it, which is what I've been trying to roundaboutly go around this whole time with the whole car (laughs) and computer. Specialize. Okay, murder hornets. We have an idea of what you're doing. And you want to have it to be like a time-bound goal. That's the T of that that SMART goal, where it's like, when, right? What's the specific date? You know what I mean, right? So like, for example, one goal that I set for myself was, hey... I want to have a master's degree by the time I'm 25, right? That was just a goal I set, right? So it was time bound. It was like, okay, 25, when I hit that milestone, that's what I want to have. You know what I mean? Is it, you know, let's go through that. Is it something that's specific? Well, yeah, I mean, it could be more specific in terms of what area of like, 
I wanted to specialize in? Did I want to do business, finance? Did I want to go to education? Did I want to do something like that? Um, is it something that's measurable? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, if I apply somewhere and get in, right, do I have like milestones that I can use to keep track of that, right? So it's like, okay, well, I applied to grad schools, I got in, right? I'm gonna start, right? Like that would be another milestone. So those would be some some checkpoints along the way, right? Am I like on track right. to finish my degree, like midway through the program and be like, okay, yeah. Is it something that's achievable? Can I accomplish this goal? Um, at the time it was a, a yeah, because you know, I have, you know, three or four years to to do that goal. And that's a reasonable time frame for me to do that, right? Is it relevant? Is it helping me kind of move forward? Is it worthwhile to, and yeah, it was, it was, you know, something that I wanted to learn more about, um, something that would be valuable to the job market. Um, but given COVID, that's kind of thrown that out the window, but that's fine. And so, for example, let's say one of my other goals that I had was, hey, because I just, I don't know why I'm like a sadist. I love the education industry, but I also hate it. But let's say I wanted to have a PhD by the time I'm 30, right? So right now we're looking at the average time that it takes to get a PhD is, you know, five to seven years. Um, if you're doing it sometimes in Europe, it can be like, you can do a PhD in three years, right? So that's kind of like the goal is like, hey, can I can I do that, right? Is it achievable? Yeah, is it realistic within the time frame that I'm looking at? Probably not. Like, I don't think that 30 is a milestone for me to actually have that goal achieved because, you know, there's times to get apply, get in, you know, most people take seven years for their PhD and right now I'm 25. So if I take seven years and that's not hitting 30, so it's not really going to work out. And so there's kind of just certain things. Is it going to help my career? It's like, uh, right now it's a bit of a debatable point. So, you know, there's a lot of different ways to kind of goal set of like, okay, what do I want to do? Why is this important? And is it going to add like value to me later on? And it's like right now that's kind of what I'm trying to figure out personally is like, is this something that I actually want to set as like a goal? Or like, even if it isn't, goal. Yeah, yeah, no. And if it isn't like what, or if it is, what changes do I need to make to it to make it more realistic, right? To make it more um, achievable, right? Because I think that it, that's kind of something that's lacking with that goal. So sometimes, you know, maybe you have goals that you need a tweak or adjust over time, right? And I, I think it's kind of something where it's like, even if you don't hit your goals, right, maybe they change over time, right? So I know some people who have gone um, to school, they've gone and studied accounting. They're like, hey, I want to become um, a certified financial analyst. I want to go work for a public big four company. Um, so one of these big four accounting firms that, that do, that work with clients globally. And so they're like, that's what I want to do, right? So then they kind of did their bachelor's in accounting, did all that stuff. And then pretty much at the end of that, we're like on track to hit their goal. But, you know, somebody in their family um, pretty much had some respiratory issues. They were in the hospital, in and out. And then they were like, you know, actually, I want to become a nurse instead. And not just any nurse. I want to become a respiratory care practitioner and help people breathe. Um, and so then they, their career path and their goals completely pivoted to now where they were like, hey, 
I want to become the best respiratory care practitioner nurse there is. And that's now their goal, right? Um, and so that's kind of what they were working towards was getting their degree, getting that further specialization. And, you know, so that was kind of one example of how somebody had a goal and it changed over time. And, and if you talk to a lot of people, you'll find that 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 happens as well, where, you know, your, your goals and your priorities change over time. You know, that whole idea of like goal setting is, is hard to, to figure out. And I think that it's also important to be realistic in terms of like budgeting with like, if you want to write a book, right? Like how much time do you actually set aside every day to write that book, right? Like if you're working, you know, a bajillion hours a week and you only have two hours to write, you know, it's going to take you- Hey, how you doing? That's me. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to, to go about achieving that. So it's like, okay, maybe you need to kind of switch up the time frame. You need to figure out, okay, how can you budget more time or like allocate more resources to certain goals to help you achieve it? Um, was there anything else that you kind of wanted to add to the conversation on kind of goal setting or, you know, options after high school for, for folks? Uh, not too much. I feel like we've reached a pretty good ending, but we're just going to do like a short TLDR. Make okay. your goals, but make them specific. I mean, you can start broad, but narrow, narrow, narrow. Remember, you're not stepping onto a lot going, I just want a car. Well, you need to know what kind. You need to know what you want it to do, what kind of use case you need. Same thing with, you know, higher education. What degree do you want? Like, I have a, a biology degree with a molecular focus. My partner has a biology degree with a marine biology focus. So same-ish degree, very, very different, right? So you need to think about your use cases there. And then just go out, do it, have some patience, and try not to get pessimistic about it, but get realistic. Like, if you want to join the biology field, per se, it's very... Same thing with, like, software engineering now. It's become a very lucrative and very competitive field. So just be mindful what you're up against and be okay with that. Because at the end of the day, you want to do something that you love. I feel like that's all I've really got, though, for this episode. Yeah, and I think that that, that wraps it up pretty pretty well. Um, have, well, don't uh... forget to like, comment, subscribe, follow us, um, weebly.com slash theprobcast. And then usually when we have time to do it on Tuesdays, we live stream it to Twitch. And uh, you guessed it. It's twitch.tv slash the broadcast. And then we'll see you next time. Peace.